What is good, YouTube? Quinn Wade coming to y'all with basketball analysis on analysisplayground.com on YouTube. We're going to talk about the Cavaliers losing to the Los Angeles Clippers without Kawhi Leonard and other guys like John Wall tonight. This was a game that seemed like it was over with four minutes left. Seemed like they were just going to hold the ball and just milk the clock and just take it. But the Cavaliers ended up losing because of the pressure defense of the Clippers. They really put a lot of emphasis on getting in the guys, forcing them to make quick decisions, rushing them, forcing them to pick up their dribble and make decisions that they normally didn't want to make. And it caused a lot of chaos. It caused a lot of frenzy plays where they was really trying to play hot potato and it allowed for them to get interception steals and it allowed them to really forced them into situations where they didn't want to be a part of, and it ultimately cost them the game, then this is a game where you wouldn't panic if you're Cavaliers, you're 8-2. Your regular obviously would have been better if you just closed this game out. It was a 30-31 to fourth quarter, a 23-24 to third quarter, a 27-33 to second quarter, and a 37-31 to first quarter. This game was really a shootout where both teams basically couldn't stop each other until the Cavaliers pulled away late in the fourth quarter. They just got easier opportunities. They made a lot of threes by Kevin Love, a lot of mid-range shots, and it just looked like their offense was just clicking. They had set good screens with Mobley, Kevin Love, and Jared Allen, giving their guys easy opportunities. They just crumbled in the pressure of finishing off a, a team that still didn't have any quit in them. And this is a game that the Clippers had to win. I mean, you look at the fact that they had to be 6-6 six and six, um, going into their next game, and now they're 6-5, and five, above 500 record. And then you look at the fact that we don't know when Kawhi Leonard is going to return. We know that John Wall was putting in that work last night when it comes to putting in extra work for his jump shot in his mid-range, which he has been shooting better from. I also like the fact that the Clippers – showed that they had some fight in them that got a little bit of Ty Lue. He's going to coach his way into Coach of the Year conversation just because his team just has the talent. They just don't have the closer. And Paul George was able to do that throughout this game. When they needed a bucket, Paul George was able to step up and get it for them. He led everybody on the Clippers with 26 points. He also was 5 of 11 from 3, 10 of 20 from the field, 50% from the field, over 40%. I mean, over 50% from three, one or three from the free throw line. But he did have five rebounds and three assists and one steal. Marcus Morris Sr. had 20 points. He had six rebounds, one assist. Really had hit key threes to keep him in the game and never let the game get too far out of control for the Cavaliers when they did go up because they led majority of this game. Um, he also was 7-16 from the field. Reggie Jackson had a solid game. He attacked and really helped them in the fourth quarter, sustain their ability to come back and also have four turnovers. But he did have seven assists, two rebounds. He was four of four from the free throw line, two of five from three, and six of 11 from the field. You look at the fact that Terrence Mann, the guy that got the interview, has 16 points, really caused a lot of that havoc. Um, with the steals and putting pressure for them to make quick decisions with his ability to be quick on his feet along with Paul George and, and Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson. They're long, they're lanky, and they can cover a lot of space because of that, and they have good intercepting skills with their hands, and they've always been able to do that throughout their career, and he was able to do that to the highest level tonight. He also had two steals 
um, which was key to them coming back. Five assists, four rebounds. He was three or four from the free throw line. 50% from three, one of two, and six of nine from the field, which was great. Nicholas Batum hit some key threes. I mean, a key three, he was one of three from the three-point line. He had three points, but he also had four rebounds, three assists. He was one of four from the field. Robert Covington also had a three. Um, I almost gave Nicholas Batum one of Robert Covington threes. He was one of one from the three-point line, one of two from the field. There's a good key three to keep them not in distance within the Cavaliers, not getting too high, not getting too low, not getting too confident. Um, Norman Powell was huge off that bench, 17 points, one rebound. He also was 6 of 7 from the field, 1 of 1 from the three-point line. He was 5 of 6 from the field. Um, just hit some key free throws that kept him within the game. and hit some key mid-range shots and some floaters that kept him within the game to have him a ch giving him a, a chance to steal it, which they ultimately ended up doing. And Luke Kennard hit two three-pointers that was huge to keep them up the, on the comps of coming back in the fourth quarter you don't want to get that lead too high to where it's insurmountable which it never really got to that point six points two or four from the field and he also had two steals in the fourth quarter i mean when he, and he did play in the fourth quarter you look at evan mobley he matched paul george 26 five rebounds that was defensive eight rebounds total one assist he also had three turnovers. One of them did come in the fourth quarter. He was a minus 20 when it comes to plus minus. He was 12 of 18 from the field. Jared Allen was a double-double. 10 points, 20 rebounds. He also had two steals and two blocks and three assists. He also was 4 of 10 from the field and 2 of 3 from the free throw line. Great game for Jared Allen and Mobley as a front court. Darius Garland, 19 points, 12 assists, a double-double for him. He also had five turnovers, which was key um, to them losing um, this game because he's a primary decision-maker outside of Donovan Mitchell. He was 8 of 17 from the field, 2 of 9 from 3. Karis LeVert had a no-show game, four points. He had a plus one and a plus minus, which is hilarious. But he had one turnover, five assists, six rebounds. And he also had two of eight from the field and 0 of two from three. Missed the three real bad. That would have gave them the lead in the fourth quarter. Probably would have won them the game. But he missed that shot so bad that, you know, it was kind of embarrassing. 30 points for Donovan Mitchell, 10 of 15 from the field. Eight of 11 um, from the three-point line, which is ridiculous. Two of three from the free throw line. Um, one rebound, two assists. He just out there to create a lot of uh, aggro offense. When you look at 11 threes out of 15 shots, 11 of them was from the three-point line, and he shot way over 60% from three. And then you look at the fact that he shot 10 of 15 for the field total, and four, only four of them was not threes. That's a highly efficient game for Donovan Mitchell and a huge 30-point game. Definitely puts them in the MVP conversation because when you look at the fact that they have a great record and they have a great defense and he also can play his game, which is putting up-tempo offense that he can push and, and really attack the mid-range, the three, and the floaters, and the layups. This is the perfect offense that caters to that type of play, and he fits what they needed, a guy that can get a bucket. And he been getting buckets, averaging his a career-high 30 points per game, and he had that tonight. Kevin Love was huge tonight, 17 points. Four assists, eight rebounds total, four of eight from the three-point line, five of six from the free throw line, four of eight from the field, plus 16, and plus Midas, Dean Wade, six points, one steal, one rebound, two of three from the three-point line, two of four from the field, Jetty Osmond, two points, minus five, and the plus minus, 
um, one-on-one from the field. And Isaac Okoro had a solid game in 18 minutes, three points, two assists, three rebounds, one steal. And he was three or four from the free throw line. Just a great game overall for the Cavaliers. Just came up a little short from their goal, which was winning it. You never really know when there's a game that's back and forth. Both teams basically have each other figured out. They know what they're going to run. They know how they're going to run it. It's just about who wants it more. The Clippers just wanted the W more than the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers got nonchalant. They feel like they had the game in hand. They feel like the game was just going to come to them. They just had to drop the clock and just walk away with the victory. And the Clippers just wasn't having it. They was like, you know what? We got to play for something. The game isn't out of control. It's not even a 10-point game in the fourth quarter with four minutes left. We have enough time to make at least one more run before this game is over. And that's what they ultimately did. You always want to give yourself a chance if you're an NBA player or if you're playing in sports. Give ourselves a chance. We're still in this game. We still got four minutes to go. We still got plenty of time to still win this game and just give ourselves a shot. Go for the steals. Go for the gambles. Make the threes because they're a great three-point shooting team. Make the tough mid-ranges and just play Roman free, high streak in defense. And they was able to do that. And it caused them to get back in the game, caused them to tie. Um, they missed a free throw that would have gave them the lead. But they ultimately went to Paul George down in that fourth quarter. And he was able to get them an and one basket that was able to put away the Cavaliers. This is a game where you, you regret it. You wish it doesn't happen, but it happens every day. Almost in the NBA, it happens every month. It happens throughout the year, and it's just careless basketball. You think that the game is wrapped up. You think that you did a good job. You're ready thinking about what you're going to do after the game. Then you remember that you still got to win the game. Until the game is won, it's not over to the fat lady sing. And they were singing for the Cavaliers, but ultimately the home crowd had a W where everybody was walking out early. Everybody saying the game is done. Let's pack our bags. Let's get ready to go home so we can beat the traffic. And then you realize the traffic was staying at the, at the game because everybody wanted to celebrate and was hooraying the Clippers for winning this game. This was a must-win game for the Clippers, letting you know that they're still contenders. They should, they still should be mentioned as one of the best teams in the league. They one of the deepest rosters. They have two superstars that can get 25 to 30 any night. They still all-star caliber when healthy, and they're a dangerous team when everything is clicking and they're defending and guys are healthy. So this is a dark horse team that if they get everything right at the end of the day, they can win it all. Other than that. Quinn Wade Basketball Analysis sign out on analysisplayground.com. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Hope you guys enjoyed the rest of y'all day. See y'all later. Um, actually, see y'all later today because it's Tuesday. And that's all I got to say. Um, other than that, make sure you vote. And see y'all later.